You are listening to The Secrets of Star Wars, episode number 20. Welcome back to another episode of The Secrets of Star Wars, our weekly show. Well, it's it's starting to become weekly now, <laughs> dedicated to everything that concerns the new upcoming Star Wars movies. Of course, uh, first uh, in our list is Episode 7, but we're also talking about Episode 8, 9, and the spin-off movies. And joining me today, as always, is my good friend and fellow Star Wars fan, Dom Bettinelli. Hey, Dom. Hi, Father. It's been another big Star Wars week, isn't it? The news is coming fast and furious. News or rumors or spoilers, if however you want to call it. Well, I I consider these to be pretty big spoilers. Of course, last week we talked about them, and we will continue to talk about those spoilers in this episode. So stay tuned for another episode of Secrets of Star Wars. Dom, it's been, uh, as I said already, a big week for Star Wars. Lots of Star Wars news. Let's uh, do a short overview of um, some some smaller news. We've got um, uh, f- final confirmation that filming will, well, principal filming, will wrap up in three weeks from now. Yes, we heard from uh, executive Kathleen Kennedy from Disney speaking at, a, a, at an ILM event, right? The opening of an ILM uh, studio in London, I guess. And yes. she told us that, uh, you know, just kind of mentioned that f- principal filming ends in three weeks. That's, that seems about on target. We talked about this before. Gives them uh, about a year to you know, almost exactly a year to take care of uh, editing, special effects, pickup shoots, and all the other sorts of things that that you have to do, especially at the beginning of a trilogy. Uh, there's a lot of I think there's I think there's a lot of things they have to figure out that, that's going to carry them into the other two movies. Yes. Well, the, the fact that they will now have an ILM division in London itself will help them tremendously because now they can work on special effects there, but also uh, on the other side of the planet. Well almost the other side of the planet, in California. Um, and, and so they can basically use almost every single hour of, uh, of a 24-hour cycle to, to work on, on this first movie. So it, it goes to show that all the panic about uh, the production being delayed by uh, the accident with uh, Harrison Ford and then perhaps the moving uh, getting delayed another half year, I think it was all a little bit too, uh, you know, too much panic for nothing. They're, these are professionals. They plan for this sorts of thing. They plan for the unexpected. You know, it. It. it this stuff happens in other movies. So, uh, oh, worse things happen with movies. People die in the middle of movies. You know, actors, and they and they still manage to make the movie. So, uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, I'm not surprised. I was very excited about another bit of news, uh, which came very late. I was very, super surprised that the legendary Warwick Davis has been cast in Star Wars Episode Seven, And uh, the official YouTube page from StarWars.com posted a short video in which Warwick Davis himself is filmed while he gets the call from J.J. Abrams. Let's listen to a bit of that. Hello, Warwick Davis. Hello, Warwick Davis. Yes. JJ. Hi. Yeah. Would I like to appear in Star Wars Episode Seven? Uh, let me think about it. Uh, yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Um, just got to check the diary. Yep. Good. Pinewood. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be right there. All right. May the force be with you. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Warwick Davis will return to that galaxy far, far away for episode 7 in 2015. Says the end of the video. Very I've loved- funny, funny little sketch. <laughs> You think they end all telephone conversations at uh, at, at, at Lucasfilm and at uh, on the set with "May the Force be with you" because that would be really awesome. I hope so. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. It's not going to be, be live long and prosper. That's for sure. <laughs> but Warwick Davis, I'm a huge fan of Warwick Davis. Of course, he's he's become famous for his role as a 12 year old in um, uh, the Return of the Jedi, where he played um, an Ewok, Wicket. And yep. uh, everybody was stunned by his performance there. Uh, they tried various actors for that role, and yet it was this this young boy who managed to give a, a performance on 
par with you know the main actors and uh that actually skyrocketed him uh, and he got asked by george lucas um for the movie willow that was his you know next big role he has had some other star wars related roles and from then on his career has been soaring he's he's also a great comedian very well known for that in in the uk he's had a television show but he's been um uh, walt in the phantom menace he played uh, also weasel i think in the phantom menace so two different yeah. alien characters um, he was an extra uh, with a giant on the streets of Mos Espa and even played Yoda. I didn't know that, but in one of the scenes, he's Yoda in, in, in The Phantom Menace. And, uh, of course, he's had various roles also in uh, big franchises like Harry Potter. So, very excited. He'll probably be an alien or, you know. Well, I'm thinking uh, one of the, the the spoilers rumors that we heard was that in the the, the Puzzlewood, the, the the Forest of Dean sequences, mm-hmm. where there's a battle and all, that there are um, small uh, aliens who who are yeah, uh, you know they're seen in the different places. So that that might be where we're going to see Warwick Davis. Yeah, the fact that he's cast this late in the game is probably because his role is not going to be that big. But uh, no. but but it's it's so cool to see these classic actors back on uh, you know the big screen when it comes to Star Wars. Let's start with our first big segment in which we are going to talk about, well, basically the same things that we talked about last week in our previous show. Uh, okay. But then we only had descriptions of presumably leaked um, concept art. And we talked at length about those descriptions, whether we thought they were accurate, what they could mean for the story. But, Dom, the other day you sent me a, a post on Facebook giving a big <laughs> reveal. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, someone apparently got their hands on the actual concept art. Now, so uh, we give credit to to credit is due. The, the website, uh, original website was makingstarwars.net, and they apparently had seen the art but didn't want to or di- couldn't post it for whatever reason. But the Nerdist.com, which is a, a big geek website a lot of people probably know, They've got their hands on the on the art, and they 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 went ahead and posted it. So now we can all see and and enjoy it without having to f- picture our, our our mind what it is uh, th- these abstract uh, um, alien things that the someone's trying to describe. Now we can actually look at them and see them. And frankly, uh, the descriptions were pretty good. Yes, they were. However, there are some details in these uh, pictures that weren't in the description. And so what we're going to do is to go over the various pictures, try to group them, um, starting with the location that probably will feature in most of the beginning of the movie, uh, which is going to be the very familiar planet of Tatooine. Um, And there are quite a few pictures that... um, uh, show us scenes that take place on the home planet of Luke Skywalker. Starting, of course, with the photos of uh, one of the main protagonists, perhaps the main character in this movie, Daisy Daisy Ridley's character, Kira. That's how she's called. So we're going to st- uh, we're not sure if that's going to be the final name, but we're going to stick with that one for now. And w- what surprised me a lot, Dom, was the f- one of the f- uh, pieces of concept art that shows her in. Um, her you know what she's going to wear but what we what struck me most is the title of that picture which says daisy ridley smuggler gear and i was like it suddenly everything clicked it's like that is so cool is if she is supposed to be the daughter of han solo and princess leia automatically when i first saw the photos and the news about her being cast i i kind of presumed that she was going to be a princess as well but i Totally forgot about her father, you know. And so she is apparently a smuggler on Tatooine. And who knows why she is on Tatooine? Could be because she's kind of rebellious in character or because she just needs to be safe somewhere. What do you think? Well, you know, for one thing, it's it's the family business, so so that the, it stands to reason you might go in to go to do that. But you know, I wonder if it's a if it is a bit of this rebellion thing. Um, uh, I, I don't want to be a princess. I want you know, uh, you know, like the movie Brave. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, I don't want, I don't want the obligations of being a princess. Yeah, I want to go off and you know do my own thing. Uh, or I don't know. I mean, there could there could be other story elements, uh, sto- uh, story reasons for. You know, she's she's grown up and 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 left the nest. Uh, or maybe you know, maybe we make an assumption: is 
is Princess Leia still a princess? Is Han sure. Still, Are they still together? You know, they, what happened in that family? And it seems to me that she's one of those iconic characters that you see a lot, actually, in the new Rebel friend, uh, uh, Star Wars Rebels. Uh, we get introduced to Ezra, which seems to be kind of a similar character, you know, alone. Parents are not, at least they're not around, very independent. And that character gets gets sucked into a new story. And I think that's a great idea. Of course, we've seen we've seen descriptions about where she lives, which is in the remains of an an at at. Seeing the concept art for this, and I am one hundred percent convinced that this is true concept art. I think it's actually from a very early stage in the production. Um, the quality of the pictures make me believe that this was photographed secretly, or perhaps even taken from a from a video. Um, because uh, a lot of the edges are blurred and it just, it, these are not scans. These are pictures from, from pictures. Um, but seeing these with my own eyes makes me love episode seven even more. It looks so fantastic, Dom. Yeah. Oh. So this is obviously, again, the, when they filmed in Dubai and we saw the, the at uh, foot. Uh, so now we're seeing it, you know, where that's going to be, um, Again, um, just it's, it's so it's an ATAT laying on its side, and the ho- inside has been hollowed out, and that's where her ship is. You see uh, remains of another one in the background. Um, y- we've been told, you know, and we'll see in other concept art that she's apparently a, a you know, they, she's described as smuggler in that one picture, but more, uh, you know, other things suggest she's more of a scavenger, mm-hmm. where she's harvesting, you know, the remains of these. Of of the the leftovers from a battle sure. from from war yeah um, and and it just I love I love it. it it's almost it's almost photographic in quality the in the sense of the backgrounds like they've photoshopped in the the ATAT on a on a on a photograph of a real location or something could I mean, very well be and yeah some of the mountains in the distance also look uh, like real photos that are used but um, it, it's probably very detailed just to kind of sell the scene to the people that have to make those special effects and build the virtual sets and everything, or the real ones. And it, it totally sold the movie to me. When I saw those first pictures, I was like, well, this is, this is, this is going to be <laughs> the biggest Star Wars film ever. What I also love is that you can clearly see that ship that is probably one of the ships or the ship that she uses to uh, uh, pick up and salvage uh, wreckage on, on the planet. And um, did you notice that the title of that particular photo, and we don't know if these are original titles or whether, you know, the website or the people who took those photos gave to the pictures, but but I think it's actually quite interesting. The There is a, another uh, piece of concept art where it shows um, that particular ship in action, and it's called Pod Falcon. And I'm thinking, what if... Uh, she lives on Tatooine and she has named her own ship after her father's iconic ship, almost yes. as an homage. I would love that. It's like the mini Falcon. <laughs> Speaking of which, there are actually reports about a miniature Falcon in, in, in concept art that has not been shown online. So we yeah. have these pictures, which is already a spectacular leak, but apparently there are even more pictures that people have seen. So we might actually see even more concept art in the, in the weeks or months to come. Right. And in, in the, 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 the artwork labeled Pod Falcon is slightly different from the artwork in the ATAT pictures. Now, I mean, that's yeah. an important point is these all these images, concept art evolves over time. And so, you know, just because we see these pictures doesn't mean all of these concepts ended up in the movie or that they didn't change from exactly. what we're seeing. And in fact, some of these pictures of the ATAT on its side, the walker, um, are different from one yeah. from another. Which makes me believe that these were done by various act. Um, uh, um, uh, artists yeah. and that they were just used in a process of let's let's visualize this movie what could it look like and then of course the final version will be very different it's, it's kind of compared to Rolf Macquarie's artwork for A New Hope if you see the artwork and you know the movie yeah you can see the similarities however it is still very different um, but uh, th- there there are a few other pictures that still reveal at least main locations in this first part of the movie uh, notably a photo uh, of a of concept art called Moss Eisley. And right. if you look at that one, it's basically a, an overview of what looks like a big marketplace. And if I'm not mistaken, Dom, this looks identical to the stuff that we've seen on the set pictures from uh, Abu Dhabi. Yes. Especially that circular building. 
Yeah, and uh, we have the gate is slightly different from what what was eventually um, in place in on in the actual set, but we also see the Millennium Falcon there. And, and the interesting thing about the uh, Millennium Falcon on that in, in that picture is that it has scaffolding on it, um, almost as if it's under extensive repair or. Yeah. Maybe it's been mothballed. That's an interesting, I don't know, an interesting idea to play with. Could but very well be. We, uh, we're going to go into a short break, and we'll be back with more of our thoughts about this concept art of Star Wars Episode Seven. If you want to support our show, and uh, you want to have a very easy, simple way to do that, then here's what you can do. Uh, before you shop at Amazon, and we're entering the big shopping uh, you know, time of the year with uh, Black Friday coming up and Christmas time. And so a lot of people are going to the Amazon store to do their shopping. Well, here's how you can help us. Before you shop at Amazon, go to our website at uh, starwars.sqpn.com, I should say, or just go to the main website of the StarQuest Production Network at sqpn.com and click on the Amazon links there, and then that will bring you to the site. And when you purchase something on Amazon, Amazon in return will give us a little bit of money. It won't cost you extra, but it will definitely help us pay the bills of our servers and the website space and all that. So uh, that's a that's one way in which you can help us continue uh, the work on our shows. And thank you so much in advance for thinking of us if you shop at Amazon. Eerie music in the background brings us back to uh, to the story of uh, Star Wars Seven, uh, and we're still discussing the leaked concept art. And Dom, I think that we might actually get our first glimpse of you know the the evil at work in the time of of the of Episode Seven. There is one of those pictures from Tatooine that shows a crashed Tie Fighter. But the TIE Fighter seems to be on fire. So it's not old wreckage uh, that has been there for, for ages. But this is, seems to be a big crash. And remember, in the photos that we saw, one of the photos of the set in Abu Dhabi, there actually was a big smoking pile of something in the distance. That was that thick black smoke column. Do you remember that? I do remember and that, we were yes. wondering, you know, would this be another scene in where, you know, the parents of a, an aspiring Jedi have been, or the, the uncle and aunt of a, an aspiring Jedi have been killed by, <laughs> by stormtroopers? <laughs> um, this, this picture seems to give it away, but what is a TIE fighter doing on Tatooine? Well, that's a good question. Uh, who who is in that Tie Fighter? Who was uh, flying around uh, Tatooine like that? Now, it, we we've we've heard some rumors that that the character played by John Boyega is someone who kind of moves from one, you know, kind of moves from the from from the enemy side to the friend side at the beginning, or or is somewhat ambiguous in who where his loyalties lay at the beginning, and and then end up ends up you know um, pairing up with. Um, Daisy Ridley's character. Maybe he's a TIE fighter pilot who yeah. crash lands, you know, and, and this could be his TIE fighter. So that's uh, what I'm thinking. And then perhaps uh, Kira might actually save him and, yes. and that will sway him over to the, to the, the good side, something like that. And, yeah, or, and then of course, well, uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, what, you know, what if this was a salvaged TIE fighter from, from that battle uh, and they tried to fly it? And ended up crashing it too. That that that, that, that thought crashed my crashed my mind. <laughs> like joyriding with a tie fighter. <laughs> it, apparently, they because the other concept art shows shows them salvaging X wings. Yes. So there's X wings that you can salvage. Maybe there was a tie fighter they tried to salvage that you know they take off and end up crashing and like, well, I guess we're not going to fly that one. So let's try the X wings. What I find interesting is that of course you need some kind of dramatic call to action. This is how the story should start, right? Something is is going to perturb the the status quo and has to literally bring in a new element that that incites the, the the main characters to go on an adventure. This could be it. You know, a TIE fighter crashing on Tatooine, and that will get 
Kira involved, she has the ship to go and check it out. And uh, it might not just be that one TIE fighter. It might as very well be that there was an X-Wing fighter involved as well. So that, that could be a little bit similar to what Luke Sky- what happens to Luke Skywalker. If you've ever listened to the radio dram- dramatization of Episode Four, you know that he's actually, before he even you know, gets uh, the visit by R2-D2 and C-3PO, he's witnessing a space battle um, happening above... Tatooine and he's intrigued by it and well what if in this movie <laughs> there is a battle and they're actually crashing on the planet and that will get Kira involved what, what I also uh, like are the, the photos or the pictures in which we see uh, another big ship the pod junker it's called with a land speeder that might actually just be another version of the of the pod falcon and just other you know concept art um, and then there is also a lot of talk about uh, what else happens on Tatooine. We've already discussed uh, a lightsaber that is in one of those pictures. And we have some more information about that. According to one of the sources, this lightsaber um, would actually be found or brought to them by a blue alien. That's how they get the lightsaber. So, and there is a picture... Uh, I'm trying to look it up here, that shows us um, what looks like the inside of a bar or something. There is a person walking inside, and there is a blue alien sitting at a table. Uh, The table itself is round. So could this actually be the cantina scene that people have been talking about ever since they started filming, Um, that there would be something like the cantina scene in episode four? Outside, you see... um, Something that looks like a bit of a, an open-air marketplace. This could be part of that circular building that we saw in the photos. What do you think, Dom? Well, that, that same blue alien, or it could be a very similar blue alien, is uh, in another one of the concept arts, uh, one uh, concept artwork. Um, it shows two characters, a, a female character in the background, presumably Daisy, uh, another character, a male character, uh, a droid that we had seen described, yeah, and then the- this blue alien with a lightsaber lit. So that, and the alien looks very similar to the one in that, that Oh, in, you're in right. Place, so. Yes, indeed. I always assumed that this would be, you know, at uh, Daisy Ridley's place. But what if this is actually uh, that same scene just done by, by another artist? Right. And... It, but it's very interesting that they come across this lightsaber, and that is clearly, you can see the surprise by everyone. And of course, they need to know, you know, where is this coming from? And I wouldn't be surprised if Kira, of course, has known, has heard about all these stories about the Jedi and about, you know, the, the, the fight of the rebels and Darth Vader and whatnot. So I would not be surprised if that is, is kind of the, the immediate reason that they are trying to figure out where this comes from, which ultimately will result them in in them leaving the planet. Which brings me to the scene with Max Sido's character. Mm -hmm. Um, So apparently he is this kind of very old, slightly confused guy, but once they light up the lightsaber, everything is clear for him and he starts talking and remembering um, and apparently, he's going to name drop some characters from the from the Clone Wars time, which would be a fantastic way, I think, to tie the Clone Wars animated series into the canon just by referring to a, f- a couple of characters. So he's been around forever, since forever, and so he might know where this lightsaber comes from. And he actually, apparently, uh, he's going to be one of the pivotal characters in this call to action. Which well, is, in fact, could he be uh, Rex or Cody, the two of the primary? Um, clone troopers from the Clone Wars. I mean, that would be that would be fantastic That'd to be kind of bring that, that that forward. Yeah, that I love that. So anyway, I think that that is uh, the first thing that's going to happen is that the discovery of that lightsaber. Um, uh, them, you know, hearing that they need to go somewhere to to know more about it. Perhaps uh, the Max von Sydow's character can be a bit like Obi Wan Kenobi, saying, "You know, I remember those lightsabers from the time that that your mother, you know, was involved in the Rebel Alliance and <laughs> and a spy." Uh, so who knows what what will uh, be the the final reason for them to uh, fly off and and head towards the adventure? What we still don't know is you know what is the bigger 
the bigger evil lurking in the background. Just a TIE fighter pilot that crashes on Tatooine is probably not enough. So there's got to be a big antagonist. Well, we've got some very scary pictures of what looks like almost a new Darth Vader. Um, and it's, it's, it's intriguing because we've heard the descriptions. Now that I look at it, I think the pieces are starting to fall together. First of all, we've got a picture, an amazing picture, I have to say, of Darth Vader's burnt helmet. Mm. And I love the look of it. It still retains its form. It's got that mesh, that metal mesh that's slightly burned off, but it's very recognizable as Darth Vader's helmet. And in another picture, we see a character with uh, a, a mask, a metal mask. Looks very scary. Wears a cloak, very much like a brown Jedi cloak, and has uh, an artificial hand. Now, <laughs> I'm th- immediately thinking, woo, Jedi cloak, metal hand. Could this be, could this be Luke Skywalker? And he's holding that Darth Vader's helmet in his hands, which I think is a spectacular way to bring back at least the contours of that helmet, which is going to be so important to promote this movie. What that means, what it means for the story, we'll tell you after our next break. Let me take a, a few minutes here to tell you about my book, Geek Priest, Confessions of a New Media Pioneer. It's a book I wrote uh, about a year ago, and it actually starts with Star Wars. Uh, one of the earliest memories that I have of Star Wars was uh, that I was going to see A New Hope in the movie theater. Back then, uh, movies in the Netherlands, where I live, came out sometimes a year after they premiered in um, in the United States. And I think in this case, it was a couple of months after the premiere. It was already very clear that this was big, very, very big. And I was barely 12 years old, actually a little bit too young for the movie. But we went anyway, my b- brother and me, uh, in The Hague, and I saw that movie, and it, it just... Uh, it blew everything away. That became the dominant hobby for most of my childhood. Um, actually, uh, I, at the time, I was also an altar boy, and of course, Jesus was very important for me. But Luke Skywalker, actually, at one point, was definitely on top of the list, and Jesus a little bit below it because he was cool, but he didn't have a lightsaber. So, um, and and that has always been a big fascination. You know, the 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 storytelling in Star Wars. Why? Is this franchise so big? Why does it... Can anyone in the world relate to it? And it has been a like a universal global hit. And now with the new movies coming up, of course, it's also uh, clear that the entire world seems to be fascinated by this storyline. And um, that was one... Of the, for me, the, the starting point for when I was writing my book, because uh, I wanted to write the book about communication. How, how can you actually transmit values, reach people using new media, using stories, movies, video games. I've always, even though I'm a priest, I'm very much into a lot of things that you know, people usually don't associate with with Catholic priests. Um, and I think that one of the, for me, most fascinating elements of Star Wars has always been these bigger themes. You know, the good versus evil, of course, the light side, the dark side, but also the gray themes, you know, betrayal, uh, forgetting about your original vocation, um, the possibility to convert or to revert like Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker, who is actually saved by his son and brought back to the light side. Those, Those themes for me are universal and go way beyond the universe of Star Wars. And so, uh, that's, that's, how my book starts with uh, uh, me encountering actually Darth Vader and a bunch of stormtroopers on the very first Star Wars convention in Denver, Colorado. And this was just before the premiere of The Phantom Menace. 
There's much more in the book about uh, my adventures in the world of movies and science fiction and media. Um, and you can actually order it very simply by going to sqpn.com slash geekpriest. That's the title of the book. So sqpn.com slash geekpriest. And it will it has all sorts of links to the book on Amazon, also to the digital version. And there is an audio version if you prefer to listen to the story being told. There is a there is a, a, an audible version of the book as well which you can all get through those links. And uh, let me mention again that if you click on those links before you purchase anything at Amazon, you will help support our show. So thanks in advance. And uh, if you have some time, hop over to the iTunes store and give this show a rating. It actually really helps people find our show. And with that, we're back to the secrets of Star Wars with our ongoing discussion about the leaked concept art of Episode 7 in Dom. We were talking about this mysterious grave robber because that's what he is called in those pictures. And there are two very similar pictures. And in both, we have that hooded character uh, holding Darth Vader's helmet in his hands. And I'm thinking... A grave robber, that makes sense. What if there is uh, either a kind of a pirate guy or a mysterious evil dude who is going back to the place where Darth Vader was buried and digging up that helmet almost as an artifact Mm-hmm. Like the Nazis did, you know, uh, digging everywhere to find those mysterious artifacts. The, the Indiana Jones movie with the the Lost Ark was was kind of based on that on that premise. What if Star Wars Seven has a similar idea, and there is actually a group of people that want to resurrect the Empire, the glory days, and so what they need is that iconic symbol of their of the time of their power. It's almost like finding, you know, Hitler's clothes or something like that. What do you think? Well, what we what we see is is this character who appears to be more machine than man at this point uh, in both of these pieces of art, and that sort of described Darth Vader. And perhaps this is just someone who's gone mad from whatever they've endured. Um, they're force sensitive, and they imagine themselves to want to be like the previous m- more man, more machine than man, mm-hmm. uh, evil dude. Uh, and and so he sort of idolizes Darth Vader. wants to wants to be like him. wants to be with him. What if now? Here's a an idea uh, that's kind of far out there. But what if in the, as these three movies progress, this character becomes more and more like Darth Vader and starts to take on his appearance. Uh, and by the final f- film. It, you know, it assumes that the 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 full on role, the full on appearance of Darth Vader. So th- that's the way that what these images kind of t- took me, and the, and the other things that we've seen described is that we have some 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 you know mad, force sensitive, force powerful, you know, Sith maybe or just Jedi who's gone off the rails. Who who is beginning to want to become Darth Vader? Uh, so the, and and that would make sense with you know he goes to, I mean we the, well, the last place we saw Darth Vader's helmet was Endor so maybe he goes to Endor and uh, to get the the helmet and 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 you know, retrieves it as sort of a a relic. Well, that, that's an interesting question. Um, you know where is actually uh, Darth Vader buried? And there are, actually, there's no, not a canon answer to that. He was burned on Andor, uh, so he could be there. His ashes could be. The helmet definitely could be. But it could also, could also very well be that Luke took you know, the remains to wherever he ended up. For instance, Yavin 4, uh, that moon where, according to now the legendary uh, expanded universe, um, is uh, where he founded the, the Jedi Academy. So that could be an option. We know from the concept art that Yavin is is going to be one of the locations of this new movie. So we'll talk about that when we, we get to that point. But another option could be Korriban, the home planet of the Sith. We know that there's a valley of the Sith Lords, and there actually was a grave prepared for Darth Vader. However, he, he, he went over to the light side. So, But what if that planet is now abandoned and that's the place where he was buried? I don't know. We, we, there have been rumors about us seeing Korriban. What I think is so interesting is that this 
character is 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 labeled as a grave robber. So what if it's kind of like a a bounty hunter, you know, is is has been looking for the grave of Darth Vader for many many years, finally discovers that helmet, and then in 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 the other picture he's actually sitting inside uh, what looks like the interior of a star destroyer. So what if he was acting on behalf of a a, a re-emerging empire? that wants to re-establish its power. And we know that, of course, the rebels can't have destroyed all the uh, the Imperials um, after the, the victory on Endor. So what if they're trying to regroup and they need to find that helmet and perhaps they're even looking for something else, you know, like an artifact that will give them some of that dark power back that that was that, that the, both the emperor and Darth Vader were using to to establish their reign so what if this is is very similar to the the whole nazi thing of you know finding artifacts that they believe is going to give them extra power and what if uh, that's actually going to be something that Kira and her group of three, I'm just assuming it's John Boyega as well as um what's his name uh, Adam Driver? Uh, not really. Uh, Oscar Isaac. I was thinking more of Oscar Isaac's character. But it could also be Adam Driver, although not seen him in the concept art. But anyway, the, the group of three people is actually going after this grave robber to, mm. to get that, you know, to find out who it is, why they're stealing uh, or robbing the grave of Darth Vader. Um, and that lightsaber might actually be part of that search where, you know, the lightsaber will bring them to the place where that, you know, to the, the, the resting place of Darth Vader. They'll discover that the grave has been emptied. And speaking of, you know, gospel type references. And then they go after this new Darth, whoever it is. And then the big reveal, of course. Well, we'll talk about that when we, we talk about the concept art uh, that is apparently made for the location on Skellig Island. So lots and lots of intriguing questions about the antagonist in, um, in, in, in Star Wars Episode Seven. Next up, we'll talk about the scenes on Yevon Four. Because that's another uh, in- interesting theme in the concept art. Yavin 4. Um, we know that that is the moon, one of the many moons around the red gas giant of Yavin. It is the place that uh, the Rebel Alliance uses before they uh, attack the Death Star. And um, apparently, from what I can tell in the, in the concept art that has leaked out, there will be scenes on Yavin 4, and there is a hangar very similar to the one that we saw in A New Hope. However, it seems to be much more in disarray right now. It looks much older and kind of chaotic. There are some some X-Wing fighters also in the background, and that location is labeled the Masasi Hangar. What do you think, Dom? Is this going to be another, you know, rebel hideout it's it's called the pirate cove in another drawing mm-hmm. well I mean, th- that's the interesting question i mean wh- what is the future hold for what you know are, are the classic rebels do they are, are they still rebels 30 years later um are they in in power uh, running the republic are they now disaffected 30 years of politics sending them scurrying back to to form little bands of former rebels I mean that's the interesting question this does not look like a a, a military base of a, of a government in power that's for certain um, so if if we're to take the this idea of this being the pirate cove uh, there's a production blueprint essentially uh, with some writing on it that labels it interior pirates cove Masasi temple set episode 4 um, so you know or, or legacy set Masasi temple so is that is it supposed to be that temple in the, in that drawing we we're not sure um, but if they are indeed um, pirates or rebels of some sort uh, that would explain why it looks like it's in a bit of disarray here, uh, it, you know, on this planet on Yavin Four. Yeah, it, from the this blueprint, it, it seems to indicate that they have the uh, Masasi Temple set 
uh, from episode four as a reference. They even show like the 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 radius of of the fighters. You know, if they would turn, which would need to happen to fly out of the hangar, you know, how much space that would take. And mm -hmm. then underneath, you find a much more detailed uh, overview of the of the new Masasi temple layout. And there are some interesting uh, things on uh, that you can see. Uh, there are some definitely some uh, some holes. It seems to be like this is caved into a rock. You see X-wing fighters sitting there. Um, but there are also a few um, indications of, of specific elements of this set. One is called pier. Um, not sure what that would mean. Well, a pier in, in architecture can often mean like a like a column mm, that's holding up the roof. So okay. it, it could be that they've they've had to set up maybe even temporary um, supports for the roof to, 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 to stop it from caving, caving in. in. Yeah. Then there is a dusty back room. Which is interesting. Could also be a place where a scene is going to take place, and then the uh, the the whole cave extends into a big corridor, like it could be even a tunnel inside the rock. And there is another big oval uh, room just before that tunnel, which is called the map room. And then there is this tunnel that's called passageway. So. I'm thinking this is clearly a big set that they've been building on Pinewood, and so it's going to be for an important scene. And the fact that there is a map room, that was like, wow, this could totally be the same kind of area that we saw in A New Hope right before the attack on the Death Star, indicating, right. and the presence of these TIE fighters seems to indicate that we're going to be having a similar scene at the end of the movie, or perhaps at some other point in the movie, where they will use um, the Masasi hangar um, as their point of departure and where they plan their attack on, you know, whatever ship or enemy is out there. Uh, also, what I find interesting is that th they're bringing us back to Yavin 4. So, uh, this used to be, in the extended, expanded universe, the Jedi Temple. Um, so, could it be that actually they will leave that intact? And they might not explain everything about it, but why not? Well, and then over time, you know, the Jedi Temple has gone away there, and or like the Jedi Training Ground, or it's Jedi Academy actually was on Yavin Four, and that now it's you know the rebels return there to uh, to regroup almost because it's been such a legacy place for the rebellion. Right. You know what? I as I'm looking at this this blueprint, I think I've actually we've got this all wrong, and let me explain what I mean. Okay. A pier is also, in nautical terms, it's a it's a it's a dock that extends out into the water. And if we look at those those blobs that are on the sides of it, those could be um, rock formations or something that holds something up in the air. So maybe this is what's above whatever that hangar is from uh, episode four. And so these tie fighter, the I'm sorry, the X wings would be sitting on the edge of this pier, mm -hmm. so that. That would make more sense for them to be able to take off and land, and then that's the interior there, and that oh, would make. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see. I see what it, you mean. Yeah, so uh, you know, it leads Sticking into out. the interior to the map room and that sort of thing. So that that's an outdoor and then indoor, mm. and maybe the, why it's referencing the the episode four is this is maybe above ground, as whereas the uh, the hangar for episode four was underground. Could be, could be true. I mean, we haven't seen everything on Yavin 4. We see, you see a few glimpses. So mm -hmm. that, that base might have been much bigger than we saw. Right. There's also the the concept art for the hangar at Greenwood. And it's very similar to the description that we read about. Uh, it's a beautiful picture. Totally matches the aerial footage that we saw from the drones, uh, except for these, you know, satellite dishes. And, and that actually looks like, um, uh, what is it, the evaporator things that we see on Tatooine as well, those, you know, tower-like, mm -hmm. uh, what is it, water collectors or something? Yeah. But do, do you think that this is also on Yavin 4, or could this be elsewhere? I think this is different. Uh, it, it sort of, I don't know, it looks it looks different than what I expect to see Yavin 4. Yavin 4 is a jungle. Um, I mean, I suppose this could be the same place, um, but... You know, and, and well, you know, it could, couldn't it be that they just kind of like this is so many years later that they just burned down part of the jungle and expanded their whole you know rebel base. It's entirely possible, and you know, the using CG, they can change whatever the the, the background forest is at Greenham Common into jungle. So that's there's no reason that it couldn't be the same place. I mean, that would be be interesting. 
I'm just thinking having two locations in a movie that are so similar with hangars, with X-Wing fighters, kind of seems a little bit too much if, if it were two planets. So I'm thinking perhaps they just change the whole Masasi location, and uh, and that's a way to show us how much time has, pa has passed. I think that's possible. I, I want to go back to that idea uh, of, um, you know, what is going to be the main conflict in this movie? The the antagonist could be that grave robber. I'm thinking this this is definitely the Empire. We see two pictures that seem to indicate that the Empire is back. One is that uh, grave robber sitting on the inside of what looks like a Star Destroyer. And then there is this photo uh, or of, of a concept art with stormtroopers. And it looks fantastic like and there's this big tie fighter hanging in the air actually two of them so this right. is a big base could be a spaceship could and i think that we've seen actually those those uh diagonal structures in one of the leaked set photos that's right uh from pinewood we so did. could this be the interior of a big spaceship uh perhaps a you know a remaining star destroyer and uh and the empire is 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 trying to reestablish its power um is is building up the mythos around the sith that might not even be part of the story right now and that is going to be the big nemesis at the end of the movie i'm thinking i'm seeing these tie fighters and then of course it makes sense that perhaps john boyega's character or uh, who else whoever else also goes to Tatooine for, for 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 instance for that lightsaber what if that is a li ben kenobi's lightsaber or something like that Many possibilities. We'll be back after a short break for our final discussion. And we'll talk about Skellig Island. If you ever wanted to start your own website or blog, but you don't know how to set it up, and of course there are lots of free uh, possibilities for that. You can go to Blogger. You can, you know, there are many many ways. But it's never really a, like a, a a true full fledged WordPress website that you own and that you can control entirely. Not to mention, of course, a, a lot of those free uh, um, possibilities also force force you to use advertising and everything. What if you just want a real website. Well, I can totally recommend Bluehost for that. It's one of the biggest hosting providers in the world. I use it myself for my own personal blog at fatherroderick.com. And I've been a happy customer for years for two reasons, two main reasons. One, it's very affordable. I mean, currently they have some uh, uh, price points that start as low as, what is it, $4.95? Uh, depends on how long you sign up. Uh, you get If you sign up for a year, you get a .com domain name for free. Um, but what I like most, and this is the second big reason why I love Bluehost, is that it's very easy to set up this WordPress blog. You basically get access to your ad administration panel and it's a one-click installation. You're just like, I, I just want a WordPress blog. Click one button, and that's what happens. So go over to sqpn.com, click on the Bluehost link for more information or to sign up. And welcome back to our fourth and final discussion, uh, big discussion about the leaked concept art. Uh, and I'm talking with Dom Bettinelli, my co-host, fellow Star Wars fan. Uh, Dom, we've seen f uh, concept art that shows us uh, scenes that apparently take place on Skellig Island. It's this island uh, uh, near the coast of Ireland where they've been filming for a very short time, I think just two or three days. We know that Luke's, uh, that, well, <laughs> Mark Hamill was there, so I assume that Luke Skywalker was there, and we know uh, that um, also uh, the Kira character was there. Um, so let's, let's talk about that first picture that shows um, a temple-like structure, uh, and you can see the sea in the background, some green hills, and... Very interesting, a landing platform with the Millennium Falcon. Right, and uh, smoke, burn, you know, something's burning coming from that temple. So a scene of a battle or something going on there with, with or, that. Or just frankincense. Lots and lots As a priest, I'm thinking frankincense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, but definitely something is going on. I love this particular piece of concept art because it reminds me of, of Bespin in a, in a certain way, which had like that same... Uh, or Bespin, uh, yeah, the Cloud uh, cloud City. That's Bespin, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. Um, and, and so uh, 
this this is clearly an important location. Um, I, this is all going to be either miniature set or CGI, uh, but it kind of fits the landscape. This is the kind of stuff that you could also see in in uh, Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit. It, it, it's definitely old, and yet with those geometrical shapes, also looks like something that is science fiction. It's it's from the future. It's or from the past in the case of Star Wars. It's definitely alien, that's for sure. But a temple certainly looks like a temple. We know um, that Mark Hamill is involved in those scenes, and there have been rumors about him being actually uh, not. The old Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know, passing on uh, the teachings of the light side of the Force uh, to a younger generation of Jedi. But that in this movie, he is actually going to be or appear to be an evil person. There is another scene of the throne room, which apparently, according to, again, to the description, is going to be on Skellig Island as well, filmed on Skellig Island. And we have that same hooded character sitting there on a big throne. We've got a... a, a what I think might be Kira entering through an opening in in, in uh, or a door or something like that. It looks to me like a just a cave. But the fact that it's the same hooded character, of course, everybody immediately thinks of the emperor. But we've seen the grave robber also carrying a similar, you know, cloak. What if this is the same grave robber? And since in those concept art pictures. The, the he has a, a, a an artificial hand and and he seems to be wearing this kind of metal mask what if underneath is going to be the face of mark hamill or we're supposed to think that according to my yeah. my theory from last episode mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it just could all be a ruse to to give us a shocker at the end of the movie like oh, luke skywalker turned to dark side and then in episode 2 we'll discover that it's actually more complicated even more complicated than this now, this same character also, and I'm not sure about that, but seems to be in one of the um, uh, pictures uh, in, that takes place in a, in a snowy landscape. There is a, um, uh, the character, again, of, I assume, Kira, uh, wielding a blue lightsaber with her left hand, by the way. She's a lefty. I don't even know. But anyway, and then in the background, you see a... Something that looks like uh, like a, an evil character with a very scary looking mask or something like that, making Love the Darth Vader. Frankly, t- yeah, it looks looks like it's doing the Darth Vader gesture, you know, the Force grip, carrying a red lightsaber. Everything screams like, "Oh, Sith Lord!" Well, in his left hand, in his left hand as well. <laughs> That's a very <laughs> interesting detail. Wow. What is the left hand? <laughs> what does it mean? Okay. And then there's a, uh, also another another person or character crouched in the background behind that Darth Vader-like evil dude. So do you think that this is going to be kind of the Darth Vader of, of the new trilogy? I think this is the big baddie. This is the, this is the guy that, that we're really concerned with here. There'll be... There'll, there'll be um, you know the Darth Mauls of, of the of the series, but this guy is the equivalent to the Emperor. You know he's the he's the big baddie that w- that we're going to be concerned with. That's my that's my thought here. Well, and if he is literally holding, he's he's robbed the grave of Darth Vader. He's holding that helmet. What if he's looking for you know the the secret of Darth Vader and the Emperor, and and it's it's all about you know him. Being the new Darth Vader, I, I, it's almost that one photo, one picture uh, with the helmet of Darth Vader is almost like uh, also passing on the legacy. But it's totally the opposite of what George Lucas always said. You know, Luke Skywalker is going to pass on the legacy of the Force to a new generation of Jedi. What if they completely turn it around and J.J. Abrams is known for doing this kind of stuff? That in, instead, Luke Skywalker be the, will be the one that will pass on the legacy of his evil Darth Vader father to a new generation of Sith. Well, this is the big question that hasn't been even entered the room yet, which is what is the overarching problem that our heroes are going to solve? You know, the, in Star Wars, there's always, you know, there's a, there's a Death Star that we need to destroy. There's the Emperor we need to destroy uh, because he's, he, you know, we're, we're fighting a rebellion where, where you know, war, um, whatever we want to see, you know, we're cre- they're creating the Empire in the prequels. What is the overarching big story? Is it 
the empire's coming back? Um, is you know what are we fighting? What is gonna what is gonna span these this trilogy of movies? And that's the question, and that that involves this character, I think, to a to a very high degree. Uh, you know, when we know more about that, we're gonna know more about who this character is, and vice versa. So, is there a power behind this guy? Um, does finding is finding these relics part of him acquiring some type of force power once he has all of these relics? Uh, the lightsaber of Luke Skywalker and the helmet of of, Darth, of Anakin Skywalker or something like that does is it going to you know give him uh, sort of like what Marvel is doing with the the uh, in, in their movies you know bringing together all these little uh, stones and the, whoever has them all will have the power of the universe mm-hmm. uh, that that is you know that's going to be sort of the interesting question to, or <laughs> to use a, a Harry Potter reference are we gathering the horcruxes mm-hmm <laughs> well and and i think the less you you show of this growing evil the more interesting it will become. What if we don't even discover what, what, what the heck is going on? And then we'll just leave that for episodes eight and nine, which are already you know being written right now as we speak. So, Or perhaps the general outline, I'm pretty sure, is already, already being planned. And so we, we don't get to discover who this new Darth Vader-like character is. Or there might just be the reveal at the very, very end, where yeah, you know, it could be your theory that it, you know, we think it's Luke Skywalker, but it's not. There's this very, very creepy picture, and now I've already the the description kind of creeped me out, but now that I see it, it's even worse. Where this masked, almost zombie-looking, hooded character is is embracing, um, well, a young female character. I assume this might have been. Kira's character even before the role was cast um, and yeah as the description mentioned um, looks kind of like she's resigning almost right she's very passive uh, you know not not angry but um, there's there's you know um, despair yeah. I could despair. say almost no yeah. hope in her face oh uh, no hope trigger word <laughs> trigger word a new hope. No more hope. Well, anyway, <laughs> plenty of stuff to talk about in the next couple of weeks. Stay tuned for uh, more episodes of Secrets of Star Wars. Go over to our website, starwars.sqpn.com, for the links to uh, Dom and to me on the internet and also to our previous and future episodes. Thanks for listening. See you next time. And may the Force be with you. Had to say that, of course. <laughs>